Hi and hello. Welcome to the Planting the Seeds show. I'm James Edward Lamb III, your host, bringing you seeds from God's Word. And I want to thank you for joining me today as I plant some seeds into the soil of your heart, only to let the Holy Spirit do the rest. How am I going to do that? With words of praises, scriptures, and phrases, of course. My one and only goal is to do these things for my Lord, and that is to exhibit him, to put my Lord on display, to show you what I see in him. I want to expose him for who he is, which is that awesome power he possesses, his pure greatness with a capital G, because he's that almighty, powerful, living, yes, you heard that right, I said living God, not that fake dead, not living little G God who can't and will not do anything for you. Yes, this God, my God, and if he's your God, then you know you can count and depend on him because his word never fails. Plus, also allow me to promote some of his wonderful I said wonderful, everything about his characteristics is wonderful, which is him being so kind. His enormous loving heart, his grace, his mercies, the greatest saving power of, please join me as I welcome my dad and introduce to some the Lord, the anointed king. Yes, and if he's the same to you, shout hallelujah and agree with me because you already know he's the one and only, the only one who is the same yesterday and today and forevermore. He is the author and finisher of my faith. My undefeated champion whose blood redeemed us from the curse of sin and death. The only one who is the way, the truth, and the light. And that no man can come to the Father but through him. The reason why he sacrificed his life so we can live and be the bridge to the Father. Come on, let your praises ring out for Jesus, the anointed King, the Savior of the world. Hallelujah. <laughs> so if you haven't given him a praise today for him being all that, I suggest you take a moment and give him a praise right now. Go ahead, I'll wait for you while you praise him, because I'm going to praise him too. So much to give him praises for, great and mighty God. Ooh, he is so enormously loving, so enormously merciful never failing, never late, always on time, <laughs> not a oops God, but an intentional God, loving, saving, wonderful, redeeming, totally terrific, amazing, oh, and one word that I, I made up, he's victimonously victorious, <laughs> yes, Welcome once again, welcome to the Planting the Seed Show. Pray for me and pray with me. Yes, Father, we just thank you for another wonderful, beautiful, hot day. 
Yes, it's hot, and we're still going to give you praise and thanks for any type of weather, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for life, health, and strength. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for just the ability and the mindset just to be able to say thank you and just to be able to say you are my God, just to be able to say without your blood, I would be lost, but Lord Jesus, your blood saved me, Father. And I just thank you, Lord, for everything that you've done. I thank you for the words that's going to come out my mouth. Father, you are the only superstar that I will uplift. You are the only one that I will promote on this show. The enemy, he's not wanted here. We, I knock his block off. And everybody that's listening to the sounds of my voice who have power, that God gave them, we're going to knock the devil's block off together. No distractions. No, nothing to, to, to take our minds off the focus of God. Uh, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for you just being the light of the world, the forefront of our future and our purpose, Father. And we just thank you. And we just give your name all the praise, all the honor and glory is yours because you deserve it is yours because you deserve it so father we thank you and give your name all the praise in jesus name amen and amen uh, yes give him a hand give god a hand because he is worthy worthy of all of our praises you know i like i like um i want to ask you those that's been listening do you like my my theme music do you like my introduction you like my kingly, my kingly introduction, my kingly music while I'm welcoming in my dad and the anointed king. And the da, 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 da. I mean, I thought, I think that is so forfitting for a king, you know, when you introduce him. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. Da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Because this is the king. And you're going to usher him in, you know, when he left the cross and he went back to to heaven, right? And he rose and and, and he told the, the angel told the disciples, Why stand ye gazing into heaven? That same Jesus, that same Jesus that 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 left is gonna come again. <laughs> you know? And it was just crazy how how I know when he got to heaven. And, and they probably had a, a royal processional for him when he was coming back. A royal processional. They was like, yo, he's here. He's back. Yes. And they kept saying, who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. Who is the king of glory? The Lord mighty in battle. Because he went down there and he took care of business. Took care of business and came back. He didn't come back defeated. He came back with the victor's crown on. So we should always give praise and thanks to him. Like when you're telling somebody about him, you should always be saying, thinking about that processional music that's going on, <laughs> you know. And it's a it's a great thing to know who who you love, who you serve, who you serve. And 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 the thing about it is that let's do it. Lamentations 3, 23 to 24. It is of the Lord's mercies that we're not consumed. Why? 
because his compassions never fails. <laughs> Just think about that. Just think about that. His compassions never fail. They never fail. I tell you a story before I continue. I, 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 I rescued a cat, right? The cat was in the street. It's a little kitten. I rescued him. And I had compassion on this kitten, right? And I took him to the vet. I had to give him a flea bath, get him some shots. Money, paying that money. But I had compassion on this cat. And, and, and the cat got big, you know, buying him food and we buying him all of these toys and everything. I'm having compassion. I'm loving this cat until this cat scratched up my wife's couch <laughs> until he peed in the hall in the foyer, start marking territories and start peeing in places that he ain't supposed to be peeing. Then my compassion started failing so thank God <laughs> I still have the cat and I still love the cat he just can't be she just can't go in certain areas of the house <laughs> you know my compassions they're, they only allowed her to be in certain areas not this area but but <laughs> can imagine God's compassions never fails they are new every morning. Great is thou faithfulness. I was faithful to the cat until she started acting up, you know. <laughs> oh, thank God we ain't God, right? And then we just, let's go to Hebrews 9.22. It says that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Without the shedding of blood, no remission of sin. Then you got Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. It says... Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him first, and he shall direct thy path. Huh? And you know why? You know why we can quote that scripture? Because in Numbers, this is this is the one I added. Numbers twenty-three nineteen. It says, "God is not a man, cause men lie." Men fail. So it says, God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said it and shall he not do it? Right? Has he, has he not, um, where is it? Has he not, or has he spoken or shall he make it good? You know? So this is, this is where, we put our trust in. We put our trust in somebody who don't lie. Because if he did lie, then who puts their trust in a liar? Nobody. So this, this, is, this is where I'm going to start to show off. Today, I want to talk about trustworthy words. That's the title of the story of this show today. Trustworthy words. And the reason why I said that because I got a story to tell you, right? I have a story. To, this happened to me like two days ago. And trustworthy words is what I have to title this show, right? And I'm going to read this first. Let me read you this. This is 
John, the first chapter, to the 18th chapter, right? And I'm reading it. I'm reading it to you from the Christian Standard Bible. This way, you get a better understanding of what I'm reading. You know, the King James version. It'll it'll say thou and thee and this and that. Uh, but this will give you a better understanding. There's nothing wrong with the King James Version, but I like this one. And I, I just want you to understand what I'm reading, understand where I'm coming from, right? It says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Hmm. All things were created through him, and apart from him no one thing was created that had been created. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. That light shines in the darkness, and yet the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify about the light. Now, remember that, a witness to testify about the light, right? But he came to testify about the light, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world and the world was created through him. And yet the world did not recognize him. He came to his own and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, he gave them the right to be children of God. To those who believe in his name, Let's put a pause right there. Step on the brakes right there and step on it real hard, right? He came to his own kind. And they said, nah, you take that somewhere else. They didn't want to have nothing to deal with it. They didn't believe that he was the Messiah. They didn't believe that he was the Son of God. They didn't believe after all of those miracles after all the law that he knew better than them, after everything that he was doing, healing people, saving people, they said he was being blasphemous. So what he did, <laughs> if you don't want it, I know somebody who do want it. It's like you give somebody a gift and it's like, oh, you give me that gift, I don't want it. I don't want it. And you, you go to somebody's house and somebody gave them a gift, right? And they say, oh, yo, you got one of those? Whatever. You fill in the blank. You got one of those? Blank. Right? And, and you say, and the person say, yeah, somebody gave me that as a gift. You know, I don't know why. They'll read it. What? You don't want it? Yo, that's a, hey, you want it? Yeah. Give it to me. And you give it to that person who somebody gave the gift to, they give it to you. And you take it. You be like, oh, man, you don't want it? And that's what the Jews did. They came to, he came to them. and They didn't want it because they, they came, he came to his own. But guess what? He went to the Gentiles. He came to, he came to me. He said, listen, I have a gift for you. Do you want it? What's the gift? The gift is eternal life. 
the gift. The gift is power. The gift is the Holy Spirit. The gift is my word. The gift is me living inside of you. Yeah, I'll take it. What? You don't want that? I'll take that. Give it to me. <laughs> right? Okay. Pause is over. Now let me go. Let's put on a on, on pack and drive and let's go. Right? And it says, But to all who did receive him, he gave them the right to be children of God. To those who believe in his name. I believe in his name. Do you believe in his name? Yes. Who were born not of natural descent or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. You have to be born again when uh, Nicodemus, he uh, snuck off to Jesus at night. Right. And I can just imagine this. Hi, I'm Nicodemus and this is my my sneak through the night podcast and and tonight we're going to be interviewing jesus christ but it's on a low i don't want the pharisees and the sadducees to to know that i'm here so i'm going to interview jesus on the low hi jesus how are you welcome to my show right hey listen we know that you're a man of god you 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 do this you healing people and you and you're doing this and, and, and jesus says you must be born again. Oh, wait, 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 Jesus. Hold on, hold on. You must be born again. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Cut, cut, cut. Turn the recorders off. What do you mean? Do I have to go back into my mother's womb? No, you must be born of, of the fire, and the blood. That ended his podcast show right there because... Nicodemus was like, what? <laughs> All right. So now go back to this. The part show is over. Nicodemus' part show was over. He couldn't do another podcast show after that. Right? So now the word became flesh and dwelt among us. We observe his glory and the glory of as the one and only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him and exclaimed, This was the one of whom I said, The one coming after me ranks ahead of me, because he existed before me. Indeed, we have all received grace upon grace from his fullness, for the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the one and only Son who is himself God and at the Father's side. He has revealed him. This was John's testimony when he was in the Jews' presence. And they asked, they asked him, who are you? Who are you, man? What's going on? What are you doing? What are you, who, 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 who are you talking? Who are you preaching for? Right? So now, the word, let me just back up some. The word of God, the word shares the same character, quality, and essence of God. John's phrases preserve the distinction between God and the Father, God the Son, while emphasizing their unity in all other regards. Then it says, all things 
came into being through him. The concept of creation through the divine word reflects Yahweh's act of speaking the universe into existence, right? Genesis 1, 3 to 26. I'm not going to go there, right? I had it, but I'm not going to read it. Jesus' pre-existence and role as creator and sustainer in all things is also seen in Colossians 1, 15 to 20. I don't know why. I just don't. I'm not going to read it, you know. And then the fourth verse says, in him was life, the word of the source of life, both physical through the creation of all things, right, and spiritual, right, the life. A key word for John, it is used 36 times in the gospel. The gospel and other writings associated from with John's account for more than 40% of the total occurrence of the word in the New Testament. For John, Jesus' ability to grant life to those who walked in darkness or death is the key issue at the stake. Jesus has the ability and authority to do so because he was there in the beginning when God creative work took place. Remember when he says, let us make man in our, our image. God was talking to somebody, so hey, there it is, proof, you know. In the light of humanity, John alludes to an initial act of creation involving light. Right, Genesis 1 and 3, right? And he says, and let there be light. And involves the association of light with divine glory, right? Light is often used in the Old Testament as a metaphor for salvation and spiritual awakening, right? Huh. The light shines in the darkness. The contrast between light and darkness is preeminent theme in John's gospel, right? But, but, that's what I had written down. Let me let me get to my story. Hmm. Let me get to my story. Because the other day I was outside. As you know, we're going through this heat wave in New York City, right? And uh, But you still got to keep your sidewalk nice and neat. You still got to sweep out there and make sure you don't get a ticket from the sanitation department, right? So what happened was... I was sitting outside, not sitting outside, sweeping outside, and uh, a neighbor of mine's walked up. I, you know, I always, I speak to everybody, so I always speak to the guy. So this one day, he decides to stop, and he says, hey, buddy, he says, don't work too hard. He says, man, it's hot out here, and, you know, I've always been one to, to uplift worship and uplift God to anybody and I told him I says well as long as God's giving me grace and giving me strength I'm going to do what I can do you know thanking God for strength and uh, when I said that we got off into a he got off into a conversation and he said something about the Europeans now I didn't I didn't catch on until uh, I'm gonna tell you what I I didn't catch on until later on. Uh, he he started saying how the Europeans made animals, and and uh, what animals? I said, what do you mean? 
He says, no, no. He's, he's, then he's trying to tell me about my intellect. He didn't, well, let me, let me explain it to you because you don't understand. Oh, okay. Cause, and the first thing I said was, if you believe in the Bible, you believe in the Bible. I said, because my Bible says in the beginning, God, God did all the creating. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he didn't want to hear that. So what he did, he says, I used to be a Christian. I ain't going to say what denomination he, he said, but he said, I used to be a Christian. And he says, uh, and then uh, I started reading books by these guys, these 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 guys that were so smart. So I says, okay, so you, you used to be a Christian and used to trust and believe in God, but then you stopped believing God because you started reading books from men that God 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 created, and and he was like, yes, and I was like, why? I says because. God knowledge is infinite. God's mind, we can't even comprehend the foolishness of what God does because the foolishness is geniuses to to some of the things. And and he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. He said, wait, wait, wait. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. So we got into got into a little conversation, and the conversation went for like maybe. 15 20 minutes 15 20 minutes too long and and remember i tell you i says i'm gonna I'm tell you why what i didn't realize until after we was 15 20 minutes into the conversation so he's telling me about how the bible is tampered with the bible is not real so i went to Second Timothy 3.16 where it says all scriptures is for inspiration. And he says, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know, I know, I know. So then he says, do you believe that if I smack you on one cheek, you're supposed to turn the other cheek? I says, yes. Then he says, oh, come on, man. Oh, come on. And, you know, and I was kind of worried. I was going to see if he was going to smack me on my cheek. You know, but he didn't. So he started talking and, and, and he was like, well, how do you believe in something that you can't see? And, you know, God is a great God. He's like my wife say, he's not a oops God. He's an intentional God. So the minute he said that, we got a little breeze. I says, you feel that breeze? I said, look. Look up in the tree. You see the wind blowing the, the leaves. And he says, I says, that's the wind. He says, well, how do you know it's the wind? I said, well, I've been taught that it's wind. The wind blows through the trees. You feel the wind hitting up against your skin. That's wind. I says, well, what do you call it? He says, I call it it. Oh, then I realized, uh-oh, who I was, what type of person I was dealing with. And and I was like, well, God created everything. The earth is the Lord and the fullness there is, thereof. There's nothing in this 
earth that wasn't created by God. You know, and and he had said some more crazy stuff that I'm not going to even repeat. But what he was saying, it was a it was a, a blazing disrespect to to God, his son, and the intelligent one, the precious Holy Ghost. Then I realized that the man was a little do 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 a little Looney Tune, a little crazy. So what I did, I said, listen, bro, if you don't believe in the word of God, I says, then it's nothing more than we can say. It's nothing more for us to, to talk about. I said, because I believe I trust totally in into the Bible. And then I, I quoted him this scripture. It says, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said it and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? When he says, in the beginning, God. God says, let there be a firmament. <laughs> let this be that. It happened because he spoke it out of his mouth. And in the power of God, God is so powerful that when he spoke it, came into existence and then it, it was something that out of nothing ex nihilo Greek word ex nihilo something out of nothing he said let me create man out of the dirt and the brother said oh so he yes that's why he made dirt that's why we are made out of rocks and dirt and, uh, and I was like okay bro that's what you say, but the the Bible says and he made man out of the earth, the dirt, you know, and he was saying how the Europeans, I don't know what he had about the Europeans, but he was just going on and on about the Europeans and how we are messed up because of the Europeans. We are this because of the Europeans. So I was saying, then he said, I have to tell you this. I have to tell you this. Then he says that uh, in Africa, it was uh, a little boy that was born, and he was the one, the one. And I said, what do you mean by the one? He was the one. So I says, the one what? That's supposed to be the savior of the world? And he says, yes. He said, but what they did, they killed him. <laughs> Then I said, okay, it's, I got to let this brother go. I said, so what happened? Did he die? He said, yeah, he died. So that was it? That was the end of it? He was like, yeah. So I says, well, let me tell you something. Well, Jesus Christ died. He rose again. And I says, well, the one, who did he die for? Well, he died for, for the African people. I said, well, Jesus Christ died for the whole world. I said, because, I said, if you knew the Bible, you was in the Bible from when you was younger, I don't know what happened. I said, the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. 
So he waved me off. So then I said, listen, bro, I got to go. I said, because God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. I said, I can't, I can't agree what you're saying because it don't line up with my Bible. And he said, the reason why he's not a Christian no more, he said, because growing up as a child, his parents made him go to church. So I going to church, he really didn't want to go to church. So he was being made. So he really didn't have a relationship with Christ. He really didn't have a, a, a relationship with the word of God. Because if he did, just like I'm reading here, it says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Because if you read that word, it becomes flesh and it dwells among you because it's real and it lives inside of you. Yes, it lives inside of you. So, so how many of y'all, the word of God lives inside of you? The, the word of God, you, 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 you live by it. It's not like you say, okay, that this part, you sit there and you, you pick this out. <laughs> you pick that out. You pick that. No, no, no. Uh, uh, uh. No. If it said it, that's what God meant for you to do. So, so what happens is that we have to be rooted, grounded, steadfast on the Word of God. Because this man could have told me about this little boy called the One. And uh, they killed him. But then I wanted to tell him about the story about Jesus Christ, the little boy that was born in Bethlehem. And, and King Herod was trying to kill him. But then the angel of the Lord told him to take him and go. <laughs> but Jesus survived. The little boy was six years old and he that's what he said, the little boy, and they killed him. The little boy didn't get up. The little boy, Jesus, grew into a man, started his mission of saving the world of all the sin, beaten, crucified, died, buried, rose again, all power in his hands. What that what what the scriptures say? Without the shedding of his blood, there'll be no remission of sin. So now sin is put in rem, in remission. Sin is defeated because the champion, Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, undisputed champion of the world, came and did his thing. It's nobody greater. Nobody greater. And if you're looking, if you're looking for somebody greater, trust me, there's nobody. You will not find nobody like Jesus. No, not one like the song. So what I'm saying, know your word. Know your word. So nobody can't persuade you differently. Nobody can't tell you about some, some man that wrote a book. This person wrote a book and, and, and he's been, he's knowledgeable. Oh, he's really smart. 
right? Right, but is he smarter than God, the Savior of the world, the creator of this world? So then when, when I started looking at the trees and I started telling them about the trees and and, and about the water and the birds and, and the animals and the dogs, and he, how dare you say, I believe there's a something up there. How dare you? I says, God, his name is God. I says, and then the prophecy says, the little boy, you said the little boy was killed at six years old. I said, but this little boy who turned into a man became the savior of the world, the, 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 the ultimate sacrifice. It was prophesied, it says, and he shall, and she shall bring forth a son. And thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wave that off. So what I'm saying, the only thing I'm saying, saying to God, is that you got to get rooted and grounded. Study your word. Study your word. So when people say, when people say, oh, well, yeah, this and that, yeah, they'll say the Bible was tampered with. So I asked the brother this question. I said, I'm, if I'm a great poet, I am a great poet. Oh, man, your words, and he's telling me, your words are awesome. They're amazing, bro. You should have them published. And I says, okay, but my hands are crippled. I can't write, right? And I says, bro, do me a favor. I'm going to dictate it to you so you write it for me, right? And I'm dictating it to you. And I'm telling you, no, no, put a comma there. Put a period there. Put a semicolon there. Yes, put that word here. And I'm dictating to you everything that I want written. Who wrote it? He did. You did. Who words are they? My words. So God inspired man to write words. See, if you don't trust and believe in God's word, then you're going to say, oh, it's been tampered with. If you don't trust and believe certain things in there that you shouldn't do, then you're going to say, it's been tampered with. Or some things that you're doing that you don't want to stop doing, then you're going to say, it don't take all of that. It's been tampered with. So when you say, when you say, oh, I used to be a Christian. Oh, I used to do this. Oh, I used to do that. And, I, and then I says, well, what happened? Why'd you stop? Then this ugly word pops up. Religion. Religious. Religion, religious. This is just a, a word that they use to colonize and control people. We used to sing, Have you got good religion? Have you got good religion? We used to sing that back in the days. But we really should have said, Have you got a good relationship? Have you got a good relationship with God? Take the religion and... and, and 
throw it out the window, take the religion and flush it down the toilet. Yes, flush the religion down the toilet. Get you some relationship. Get you some relationship. Get you some relationship where you say, God, I love you. God, I'm sorry. Father, Lord, Jesus, I'm sorry. Forgive me of my sins. I was wrong. Forgive me of my sins. And the, the, the relationship and the, that you have knowing that your father love you like that. Like in Lamentations 3.22, 23, it's just the Lord's mercies. Like when I told you about the cat. Oh, man. Me and my wife, we wanted to. We wanted to take that cat and throw, and and throw her outside. <laughs> you know, we had compassion. I remember when we first got the cat, the little cat, and we called her Gail, and 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 she was just a little little something something, and um, and it was like, oh man, she's so precious. And at the time, we had we had the dog. We had a dog too, named Matrix. You know, and them two, they, they kind of bonded together. You know, they used to be sitting in the floor, the foyer, laying down together. You know, and, and it was a beautiful thing. Oh, we got a dog and we got a cat. They get along. Yay. They play. Look at them playing. Yay. You know, but then when this cat started marking territory and the dog, you know, even though I think the dog was like, yo, you see what the cat did? I didn't do it. <laughs> and Matrix was like, I didn't do it. So now our compassions for that cat started failing. Because, you know, this cat, we buying him food. We got to clean his litter box. We got to do, we got to do all of this stuff for this cat. And this is how the cat repay us. Well, let me ask you something. What do you think, God? How do you think he feels? He sent his son to die for you on the cross, a brutal death, to die for you on the cross so you can be saved, set free from damnation and you be like, eh, turn your back on him. Yeah, 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 he did that. Yeah, yeah, so what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like this verse right here, the 12th verse in John 1, it says, but to all who did receive him, he gave them the right to be children of God. If you go back, it says, and he came to his own. <laughs> that was said after he said, but he came to his own and his own did not receive him. So are you his own? Are you his sheep where the Bible say my sheep? They know my voice, and a stranger they will not follow. I didn't follow that voice of that stranger. Can you imagine? I would have said, oh, brother, tell me more. Oh, yeah, what? G give me the name of that, that, that guy, that author. Give me the name of that book. No, I didn't fall for it because I stand firm on what I know, what I've taught, what I've been taught. I stand firm on who I belong to. And what he said. <laughs> so thanks to God, let me tell you something. That Bible, that word of God, take it out and read it.
Don't let it sit on the desk picking up dust. Don't wait until you go to church and, oh, you know, the pastor, he preached a good sermon. You know, don't wait for that. When he preached, the pastor preached, get you a book, write it down, write down what he preached, write down some key words. Like on Tuesday, we do the Bible chat and, and we write down, I tell the people, write down these words, write down these key words, key words, key phrases. And what you do, you go back and you look it up for yourself. And if you have any questions, then you call somebody. Or you, you get a, 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 a study Bible and you study. This way, you won't have nobody telling you, persuading you. And then when you when you read and you study, you, 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 you pray. You ask the Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, interpret this for me. Holy Ghost, make it plain for me. Because the Bible said, if any man lack knowledge, let him ask for it. So you're like... Holy Ghost, I'm lacking knowledge in this area. Please reveal it to me. And then, you know, basically when you're reading and you read, you read it over and over and over. You're like, oh, wow. <laughs> because let me tell you about this scripture. This scripture that when I was a young boy, I used, to, I used to say it all the time. I used to hear it all the time. But it really didn't come to fruition until one day it it just walked up and just smacked me upside the my head it says holiness without which no man shall see the lord i was like first i was saying holiness without which no man see the lord okay holiness without which like you might be getting it now but i didn't get it then it says holiness without which if you don't have the holiness in you holiness without which no man shall see the lord so if you don't have it, you're not going to see the Lord because the Bible says, Be ye holy, for I am holy. I am a holy God, just God. How are you going to stand before a holy God and you're unholy? You not. It's not going to happen. You're going to explode. You're going to be burnt up. You stand. only way you're going to stand before that holy God is in, during the judgment time. And then when the judgment time comes, guess what's going to happen? You're going to say, depart from me. I know you're not. Huh. And, don't, and then you're going to be start thinking. You're going to think about this verse here. He was in the world, and the world was created through him, and yet the world did not recognize him. But I didn't, I, I, I didn't know. But they was trying to tell you, listen, it's time to repent. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's time to get on your grind and, 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 and search for God because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. This world is not our home. We're just passing through. Heaven is our home. The new kingdom, the new Jerusalem, which is going to come down 10,000 years, it's going to come down. And that's where we be living at. We're going to live there. You know, Revelation said, I saw a new kingdom, a new heaven, a new earth came down. And the one that sat on the throne says, I will be their God and they're going to live with me. And he said, I'll wipe away all your tears 
from their eyes. No more sin. No more death. No more struggling. No more car payments. Mortgage payments. <laughs> no more going to the doctor. No more health care. No nothing. No more arguments. You hit my car. No, you hit me. No more arguments on the job. You late. No, I wasn't. No more arguments in the church. Why you give her that song? I sing it better than her. None of that. No more. All of that's going to be burnt up. So my suggestion to you is get your life in order. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You don't want to miss Flight Sea of Glass. You don't want to miss the word that became flesh and dwelt among us. And he said, I was always there. You just didn't see me. You didn't recognize me. You had somebody telling you stuff out of a book. You had somebody telling you some false teachings out of a false book. You know? So stand firm on the word of God. Stand firm so when people come, that's what the Bible says. It says, study to show thyself approved. Huh. Study. Now this guy, what if, what if, what if I wasn't a, I didn't study? What if I didn't know the word? Like I said. Bro, give me your number so we can, so we can, so you, so we can get, get together and we can read these books. No, uh-uh. I'm not even gonna waste my time. If it don't line up with the Word of God, mm -mm, it's not for me. So, thanks to God, let's pray. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you. I thank you for your Word. Thank you for your Word. Your Word is, is instruction. Your Word is, hmm, strength. Your word is guidance. Your word is a shelter in a time of trouble. Your word is soothing. Your word is everything we need, Father. Everything that we need. So we won't be persuaded. We just need to look to you, the author and finisher of our faith. We need to look to you, Lord Jesus, when our redemption is drawn now. We need to look to you when it says nothing but the righteous. We need to, to look to you when it says nothing but the pure in heart. We need to look to you when it says love one another. Love your enemies. Because that's what's in the word. That's what we, some people, we don't recognize. I recognize it. Because Lord, when you say love one another, you love people. Love your enemy. Those that despitefully use you, they lie on you. Love them, Lord Jesus. Love the ones that's in the street, the homeless ones, the ones that asking for money, the ones that are that don't smell so good. Love them, Lord Jesus, because this is what you said. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We love you. I love you, Lord Jesus. And we ask you, Lord Jesus, to continue. Continue, Father. Continue. Bless us. And continue revealing yourself to us, Lord Jesus. Because, Lord, without you, we would be lost. And that's one thing we don't want to do. We don't want to be lost. We don't want to, I don't want to stand before God and, and he says, I don't know you. I want to stand in front of you and you say, 
there's my son. Well done. And I thank you, Father. I thank you and I give your name all the praise, all honor and glory. And those that don't love, that don't know you, Lord, I pray that they get to know you, Lord Jesus. And those that do know you, I pray that they be encouraged, that they continue to be strong in the Lord and in the power of your might. Father, we just thank you. We give your name all the praise, all the honor, and all the honor, all the glory is yours. In Jesus' mighty, wonderful, matchless, powerful name that we pray. Amen and amen. That's my show today. I'm James Edward Lamb III, bringing you Siege from God's Word. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Planting the Seeds. Send me an email at www.plantingtheseeds.com or write me a letter at James Edward Lamb III forward slash Planting the Seeds P.O. Box 30207, Brooklyn, New York 11203-0207. Or you can just go to my Planting the Seeds link tree page and you can see everything, all my information there. Also, I want to you to join me at this Bible chat station every Tuesday 8 p.m. right Bible chat talk about the Lord come sit at the table dine with us and then on that same line every Thursday and Friday same number that I'm about to give you is the victory line in Jesus name where my brother he comes and he he, he preaches the Word of God we have church on this line, testimony service, prayer requests. Come out and join us, right? Get your pens ready. The number is, got your pen? 667-770-1557. Access code is 593-438, right? Want me to tell you again? 667-770-1557. Access code is 593 Four three eight. Also, let me tell you about some praying sisters of mine. Right, five a.m. Monday to Friday. More power, more prayer. Three seven nine. Zoom call. You don't have to put the video on, but come on and, and, and just pray with us. Three seven nine five nine eight zero oh, four seven three. That's O four seven three password nine eight four nine one seven right and then on another line six to six thirty right only on Monday and Friday right zoom call don't put the video on <laughs> just come out and join us nine four six two four nine two one two 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 password is four nine nine five six seven come on out pray with us come on out chat it up with us about the bible iron sharpens iron more power more prayer right and before i go have a wonderful day in the wonderful hands of the lord and remember always remember this finally my brethren be strong in the lord and in the power of his might not yours you're not strong enough <laughs>